All right, what do you want to watch? Easy A? I already saw it. Uh, Spotlight. I already watched that too. Powder. I already saw that. You've watched everything. Nobody watches everything. Chose to just make a noise. <laughs> We're getting off fucking running, baby. Oh my god, what's up, everybody? Oh, I'm not even supposed to be here today. I'm not. <laughs> you too? Oh. Mm. oh god, I just had to chug some Gatorade. Uh... <laughs> what's up, everybody? I'm Rick Matthews. That's Clayton Williams right there. Yes, it is. You can't see us, but you can hear us. And this is uh, Nobody's Watch Everything. Um, nobody watches everything. What am I doing? This is Nobody episode- watched the damn thing with nobody Ricky Clay. <laughs> Not a goddamn thing was watched. We didn't uh, watch shit with us. <laughs> We're the we. <laughs> you, the listener. What's We're going on? going down? <laughs> I love that we're both like... 1970s pimp characters now. Oh, yeah. I don't care what the fuck is that I'm talking about? I'm vanilla frosting, baby. Get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this episode. We are off. Up. We're hijinks from the get-go. This is this is gonna be a good episode. Uh um, I think so. Uh how are you, man? Dude, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. At the time of this recording, um, it's the day before my birthday. Oh, shucks. It is. Oh. It's my birthday tomorrow. Oh, man. What are you going to do? Eat some food? Have some I think fun? I'm gonna, yeah, I think I'm just going to go around to all the places that give you free shit on your birthday. See, that's actually... It. You know what? Can that be a movie? Like, I think that's like kind of like a fun idea of like someone trying to... Like, just get all the free stuff in a 24-hour period for their yeah. birthday. And then, like, hijinks ensue. They lose their ID at one point. Because I think I get stuff. a Grand Slam breakfast. Mm-hmm. I think I get, like, something from Moe's. I think they're, like, Chipotle or something. You know what I mean? A bunch of places do free shit. I'm going to go to the casino. Casino gives you, like, $20 free play on your birthday Ooh. or whatever. Yeah, I'm going to dip around. Do a little this, do a little that. Actually, I just thought of the movie. Here it here it is. Let's go. Kid gets fake ID. Sees that it's like someone sees it. They're like, "Hey, it's your birthday. Happy birthday!" They decide to try to hit every bar in a town to get free shots on his birthday. Hilarity ensues. I'm on the fake birthday because it's the, oh, the fake like ID's it. birthday, right? It's it's kind of like it's, it's, like, it's like nice. It's like an old it's 80s like a comedy. Teen, it's like a teen coming of age type thing. Mm-hmm. Or like, he's all on his own because his friends don't have the same ID. Exactly. Yeah, so it's just like he got lucky and now he has to figure out. And he's meeting new people. And he's and kind of like a nerdy kid. He's like a 16-year-old like dude like we would have been at 16. Right. Oh, like oh Angus God. with a fake ID, basically. Yeah. Like, Holy oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh. Holy shit. Wait, this is wait. actually... Are we writing a movie? We're writing a movie and it's going to be like almost like... Risky business and kind of yeah. all right. Fuck it. We're put on. This is happening. Everyone in who's listening to this right now, 
You heard it here first. If Gentlemen's you agreement. Movie, you can't steal this idea. Everyone is listening. Please don't steal this idea. We're already writing it. Agreement. We already got the script ready. We just we like this is how we're announcing it. It's we're already fill done. out some dialogue and we're done. Like <laughs> yeah, it's 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 done. Oh shit! Um, I kind of already love this movie. I'm 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 serious. Like I know we have talked to sit about down. We're gonna have to sit down with some. We're gonna have to have some cups of coffee together and hammer this movie out. Yeah, and I'm I know we've talked about fake movies that we've had ideas for in the past, but this actually is a thing that could work. So it's it's a uh, yeah. All right, all right. We'll stop talking about this, and we'll we'll talk about the movie we're supposed to talk about today. Big birthday uh, coming soon. <laughs> Fake birthday. Oh my god. Unbirthday. Unbir Ooh. Alright. Um all right. yeah, that's stupid. I'm well, no, no, no. We'll 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 hammer out the things. Yeah. We, like, you don't need to know what it's called, people. Just let you know, if we go back on another hiatus, it's because we become rich, famous film writers. No, we're and... never going on another hiatus again. We'll record while we're filming. Oh you know and what? We'll, like we'll review our own movie. Mmm. I like it. I like it. And the remake. Because you know they'll make a remake of it in Ooh. like 10. Oh, man. Big birthday redux. So, yeah. It's your birthday. It's um, my birthday. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for 43 you. 43 years old. I'm old and dusty. Ooh, damn! Yeah, that's 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 not that old, honestly. That's not. I I people freak out getting older, and it's after a while. It's just like you shouldn't care. You should be happy that you. No, I'm you good. Survived. No, I like I freaked out about thirty. Like I was good when I hit forty. I was fine. I was when I freaked out the most when I was turning thirty. Like the day of my thirtieth birthday, like I was freaking out. And then I ended up at my, like, we went to, like, a bar for a little while. And I was just like, oh, my God, my 20s are over. What the fuck? Like, it was a thing. And then I ended the night, like, playing rock band at my one buddy's house. And I was like, you know what? Everything's going to be, like, that was a movie in itself. Like, I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, what a good movie. Because I spent the whole day freaking out. And then I'm just playing video games at my friend's house. I'm like, everything's going to be fine. And my 30s were the best decade of my life. Awesome. Yeah, my I 30s were amazing. I love that. I When I turned 30... Uh, I was going all around New York City trying to find a job, and I remember just being like kind of bummed that like I was spending my birthday sweating in like dress clothes and a tie going to interviews. And I had an interview at a a a, a Metro PCS, and the dudes just like this. I don't know, Armenian guy and his uncle ran this Metro PCS, like most Metro PCSs. Yeah. And, and like, they were just so sketchy. And his uncle just stood in the corner while I had to sit in the front of the store. I'm like, no one's coming into this store. And the fact that I could just be having this interview right now, I'm like, this is terrible. This is just, this is awful. But then I had yeah. pizza afterwards. And I was like, you know what? A good day. Pizza's good. Pizza's good. Pizza is good. Yeah, no, thirties are fun. Forties are fine so far too. I've been having a, I've been having. I mean, you know, so far like a year and a half of my forties has been fucked up by the world being stupid. Actually, yeah. no, pretty much all of my my forties has been uh, has had like a background of stupid. Yeah, it's With, uh, uh, I, 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 <laughs> not to get political about it, but there's a there was a certain chunk of time where we're <laughs> dominated by idiots, and there's still like a the tide is still in on idiots. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's a it's we're we're still in it. We're still in it. But, but all in all, all in all, I'm ready to go. Birthday ho ho. I just started working out again. Ooh, nice. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm starting to eat a little better. I mean, not today because I ate Chinese food today, and not tomorrow because it's my birthday. Yeah, but of course. Like in general, I'm starting. I'm trying to eat better. I'm starting to like lift weights again. So maybe I'll get jacked and sexy even in my forties. Yeah, I dude, I gotta start lifting again. I I was like. Man, I did miss going to the gym at one point. Like it was actually kind of fun, or just being healthy. Like you know how like I was. I used to do like a like there was like a hundred push-ups a day challenge thing, and I started doing that, and I was like, that's that was a good time. That was like a legit good time because you're like in your brain because you're a fat dude. I know I am. Uh, you're like, how am I going to do 100? Well. Yeah, how am I doing 100 push-ups a day? And I've I know done 100 push-ups so far up to today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, just rocking re- out, I'm rocking out like two and a half a year. Woo. I don't want to <laughs> I just remember I was like, this is nuts. And then I was like, well, if I do it and like, if I do like 10, 10 of 10 of 10, or even twenty of five, or like yeah. what? Like yeah. at this point, I'm not even gonna lie. Like it would probably be it would have to be like ten sets of ten, or mm-hmm. maybe even twenty sets of five. I don't know. I haven't tried to rock out push-ups in a while. Yeah, I did twenty sets of five, and like, and then I would build up to like ten sets of ten, and then I was like, okay, like I'm actually getting used to it. And then it was like, you know what? This isn't terrible. Like I, it was nice, especially because I'm like, I could breathe and like. I did feel like yeah. shit picking something up off the ground. Like, it's a good time. Everything's easy once you get off your fucking ass. You know what I mean? It's just uh, being like, just like speaking for myself solely here, but just being, a f- I easily fall into a lazy rut. You know what I mean? Because it's mm-hmm. like, it's like, I don't know. I don't want to say it's like, but like, I don't know. We all go through like little like fits of like, I don't want to call it like depression, like clinically so as far as like medication, but mm-hmm. just failure, like laziness mixed with depression. Not to, I don't even want no. to say depression like that because it sounds like, you know what I mean? Like, but no, just, but all, bleh, dep- just overall <laughs> depression. It, it is legit. Like it is like that. You can call it depression. Cause it is kind of that you're like, even, even on the smallest scale, it, it's like, Oh shit, this is, I'm bummed or I don't feel like doing I anything. Feel like doing anything. And, and now like, I do. So I'm like, are you I was using the weights I had here? And then I went and ordered those, uh, Bowflex like adjustable dial weights that go from oh, cool. like five to sixty pounds. So I got a mm-hmm. couple of those, and uh, I'm just yeah, I'm just doing some stuff. I'm doing some cardio. I have this like like I mean it's like a, definitely a me way to get away with shit like nerd shit. But I'm like I've got this like Creed VR game for the PlayStation like for PS oh, fuck VR. Yeah, hell it's yeah. Like this Creed boxing game, and it's got like this like fucking like where I'm legitimately like breathing heavy and sweating when it's over. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, you know, it's like a box workout. It's basically Tybo without, like, you know, Billy Blanks. <laughs> oh, and I had VR. It, I, we used to do, like, those kind of uh, games. And, yeah, they really do work you out. Like, especially, like, uh, there was, like, a bow and arrow game that we used to play all the time. And you're just, like, you could feel your arms getting all tight. And you're yeah. like, holy shit, I'm actually, like. I was like, sore the next day. I was like, am I sore from a video game? I'm like, god damn it, I'm a fucking. <laughs> like, it's, it's, at first, it's a real self-esteem hit. Yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, fuck yeah. I There's, like, it's definitely a self-esteem hit. But then you get into that groove, and you're like, you know what? Yeah. I, I like I like it. No, I was sweaty and my heart was beating. I was like, this is nice. And I paired that with like lifting. And I was like, okay, here we go. 
Here we go. Oh, fuck Come on yeah. back, sexy arms. Ladies, watch out. <laughs> I, I, I love that th- we're having this conversation because it's actually kind of appropriate for the movie that you it chose. Is. It is. It's- it is. Um, yeah, here we go, guys. 1994 film indie classic movie that opened up the door for the world. Uh, clerks, let's have our, our buddy fucking Mike intro us in and then we'll uh, and then we'll have ourselves a little chat. Clerks is the story of a day in the lives of two convenience clerks as they annoy customers, discuss movies, and play hockey on the roof. Dante and Randall are clerks because it's important to have a job that makes a difference. All right. All right, there it is. Thank you again, Mike. You're you're Michael. the best, Michael. You're the best. You have a, a the voice of an angel, and I we just love you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, Clerks written, directed, edited, all that stuff by the Kevin Smith. This is his first movie. Twenty four years old, fresh out of film school, dropout. Um, made for thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, you can tell. And, uh, you can tell for sure. But you have to like as long as you keep that in mind during the movie, like. I'm going to start this off, if you don't mind, with a little story about myself. Absolutely. Going to this movie, I was uh, I was 16 years old. Once in a while, I'd have a bunch of people over to my house for, uh, we'd like just watch movies. You know what I mean? Somebody would go to the video store, pick up a movie, and then we'd sit at my house and watch them. Usually like shitty, like Puppet Master, a lot, a lot of, what was that, uh, Full Moon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a company? Yeah, a lot of Full Moon movies, like a lot of Puppet Master Josh Kirby, fucking like a lot of like just mm-hmm. a lot of bullshit. Castle Freak, you know what I mean? A yeah. lot of that, a lot of that, <laughs> yeah. like a lot of movies like that. And then the one dude, this dude Jake, came over the one day. I'm 16 years old. I was just starting to hang out with people because I was a really weird kid growing up. I was really mm-hmm. like, really like enclosed in a very like weird goony kind of. A, I was a weird fucking kid. I stuttered. Oh, uh, I, I stuttered. I, yeah. I had a fucking you know. I, and then I just started not stuttering. Mm-hmm. So like I had to hang out with people and people were like, Oh, Hey, you're funny. We're going to hang out. So I had friends and then, but I was a weirdo in my head still. Like I was able to like be outwardly kind of normal, but in my head, I'm like, man, I think about some weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then he hits play on this fucking movie. He's like, listen, it's black and white. I was like, okay. You know, he's like, but listen, it's fucking cool. Like my brother says it's awesome. Like it's black and white, but it's, you know, I'm like, is it old? He's like, no, it's brand new. It just came out. You're hard to find. You know what I mean? I think he got it from like Mondo Video or he got it from, he got it from somewhere, you know, like, and then, so he hits play. And, the and it was an interracial up, porno. And it was, <laughs> it was that kind of black and white. I was like, oh. I get it. Gross. No, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> no, it was really weird interracial porn because it was white guy, black girl. <laughs> <laughs> Like you never see that, and it was just like, oh, this is nuts. No, um, so clerk started. So clerk started, and this is like the first time like I watched some guy fucking like think about like this movie was about weird shit that like just dumb random nonsense that I would think mm-hmm. of. I'm like, oh fuck, somebody people think like this, and like people sitting around my parents' house laughing. I was like, oh, and it's okay to think like this, like to be fucking weird and a little dirty and a little vulgar and a little fucking out there and a little like fucking. Like crazy, and I was like, "This is so fucking cool!" And like this movie, like me being sixteen when this movie came out, like this movie was just primed for my generation. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was just like this movie was like it came right in time with everything else that I was going like 
just like all of us were thinking about like, ah, because the people in this movie were like 23. Yeah. I think yeah. it was like, oh, yeah. fuck, like we don't want to be these key people. Like we got to get our shit together by then. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, these people don't. So maybe it's OK. And that, so this movie was my favorite movie for years. Like I still tell people that this is my favorite movie. Mm. Like, and um, I'm going, I'm not going to stop saying that because this movie is still my favorite movie. Um, it, it held up the, the, right away. The answer to the question of, for me personally, for Rick Matthews individually, personally, as of right now, yes, indeed, this movie holds up for me. I mean, obviously certain things in the movie, you know what I mean? Like we talked about this, like a little bit, like, like, you know, they say the F word, yeah. you know what I mean? The, uh, mm-hmm. the slur F word and they don't yeah. say it in like a nice way. No, no. You know what I mean, like it's and it happened. Okay, you know what I mean, like that stuff, like that it's, doesn't it's hold 94 up. Ninety four, and it's coming out of the the mouth of an like eighteen year old drug dealer. So yeah. I'm not. And, it is. <laughs> like, and I said this to you before, and I'll say it now. Like they people still talk like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people don't talk like that in movies anymore, right? But people still talk. So it, it that part holds up in that. Mm-hmm. But now it's just showing it. It's basically like a documentary about that. Yeah, it's yeah awesome. he says that. It's, this movie's so, fucking funny, man. It is funny. So I will say this. As a person who has liked um, Kevin Smith's movies, and I I saw this... I've only saw this movie once. It was, like, just to know Kevin Smith's movies. Like, you're just like, I'm watching this. I'm watching Mallrats. I'm watching Chasing... Like, I'm, get, I'm just putting it all together. And because... When I got into Kevin Smith movies, like, I remember, like, when Chasing Amy came out, I think I said that last week, it was like, it was always on uh, the TV Guide channel. Like, every time they would show, like, a pay-per-view was coming on, it would always show Chasing Amy, and I'm looking at fucking Ben Affleck's face with his goatee, and he looks all shitty, Mm. And, and I'm like, that was just, like, a thing that I remember as a kid. And then I, my first Kevin Smith movie actually was Dogma because that was like, because I remember when that came out and it was like the first time I saw this and I was like, oh, these are characters that are in other stuff. And so I started watching the other movies and watching this again, I have to say this might be his best movie. And if all the like, um, it's like it's very clear. It's it's cheap. It's obvious. It's all it's a student. But there's something about how it's it's set up. It's like, but it's, it's very real. Like I worked very in a real. convenience store. Like I worked in a gas station slash convenience store. I mean, I was like, I was like older, but I was like twenty something. But I remember me and a buddy. Like I had a Dante name tag, and he had a Randall name tag, and we'd wear mm. them. It was the Sunoco on a on Elmwood and Bryant. Like, but it was the oh, cool, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. the old one before they built the. The A plus, like when it was just a little shitty, like mm-hmm. little shitty square Sunoco store. But like yeah. we worked there together, and we wore the name tags. And but like that, it's just like that. Like you don't need anything else. Yeah, like it is like it is just a single. I mean, the way he worked around the small budget. You know what I mean? He has a mm-hmm. thirty thousand dollar budget, so he's working at that actual store anyways. Yeah. So he I just love boss loved him. So he let him film at night and to get around day shots. The fucking shutters, shutter. yeah, yeah, Dude, exactly. It's fucking pretty, brilliant. It's one. So that's one of the things that I find like so fascinating about this movie is that having way more years of just being honest, bad Kevin Smith movies. 
it's so crazy that in his first uh, movie, there's something like way more clever than he did. And like, I feel like his later movies, he's leaned in on the wrong part of clerks. Like he had these things where they're like, even though I, I think it's a little too, um, uh, a little too cutesy on how everyone has like grandiose dialogue because they're always talking so fast. And you can tell that some people aren't good with the dialogue as well as others. Like Dante. And Rand- like, that was like but, the era though. That was, that, 90, exactly. That was, like, that was exactly. The era. It's literally like every one of every one. I don't know how they all thought like had the same thought. It's like him, Tarantino and um, Robert Rodriguez. They all and uh, Richard Linkletter too. And Richard Linkletter. It's like yeah, all like independently all these indie filmmakers. Yeah, independently in their minds, without seeing e- each other's movies, had the same idea of how people were going to talk. Like they all just thought this was like this snappy, quick, very verbose talking, like this style, and. What's funny is that there's such like there's such like cool funny things because you're right there is some real surreal but truthfully like real life experiences that I think that people who have never worked yeah. retail don't understand how like true this movie is. And I feel like everybody was a Dante and everybody wanted to be a Randall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everyone wanted to, like, because Randall was just, like, Randall's obviously the coolest character in this movie. He's got the best lines. He's, now, those of you who haven't seen this movie yet, um, you're listening to the wrong fucking podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, if you haven't seen Clerks in a long time, like, just, just pause this podcast for now. Go back and give it another watch. Like, and this is true with all the movies we're going to watch. Like, just just go back and just watch it again. Even if you're like, oh, I've seen it. Like, I've seen this movie more than I've seen any other movie in my life except for, like, Pee-wee's Big Adventure and Spaceballs. Like, because I, I, I watched those <laughs> until the tapes broke when I was a little kid. Like, I would just right. go crazy on these. But, like, Clerks, I fucking rented it every time I went there. And then I've bought it on VHS. Then I broke the VHS. Then I bought it on VHS again. Then I bought it on on blue on a DVD. Then I bought it on the like the re-release DVD. And I bought it on the ten year anniversary tin DVD. And I mm. bought it on Blu-ray. You know what I mean? Like I would just yeah, like yeah. fucking. Now I own it on Voodoo. You know what I mean? Like I paid <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Like I've just I've seen this movie so many times, but it's been a couple years because life gets in the way. You don't have time to just sit around. This podcast made us watch garbage for for a whole year and a half. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't have time to watch it in a while. And, to sit down and watch it again, just like I put it on last night mm-hmm. and just like, just like lights of a Christmas tree and me sitting on the couch, like very much so like the way I would have watched this movie originally, like just mm-hmm. me in my living room and man, like now I didn't like laugh out loud anymore because you can't, you know, laughter is a surprise, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so I didn't like laugh out loud, but the smile on my face and like in my head, the subtitles are in my head. Like I know every word of this movie still, like every (laughs) single word of this movie I'm well aware of. And it's just, it was so fucking good to me. Like Mm -hmm. the multiple characters, the weird little side characters like snowball. Yeah. You know what I mean? The whole, like the whole, even the opening scene with like the Chuli's gum rep. Oh, that is such a fun, like I forgot about that movie. So one of the things that made me like, so going into this, I thought I wasn't going to like it. Like, because like, I remember watching it and being like, 
when I first saw it, I was like, all right, yeah. And I, like, again, I'm watching it from like heightened, like dogma, Kevin Smith and this Kevin Smith are not the same. And dogma it's like a fine film, by the way. Yeah, I like, I like Dogma, but it is such a like extreme and it's also it has a bigger budget. It's just a lot of extra and yeah. just even just dialogue and performances and all this other stuff. Dog was like his magnum opus. You know what I mean? That's his mm-hmm. like, that movie is crisp and it's good. And it's still, it's Kevin Smith's sentimentalities with a Hollywood budget. And he's got big stars and it's like, mm-hmm. and it works and it's got special yeah. effects and it's a great fucking movie. Like that's like where that was like his peak of perfection. Yeah. That's him like trying something and having an eye. That was like his last idea movie. Like yeah. I tr- is true last, like this is a movie I'm making. And so I remember, like, I'm thinking, like, I was going to not like it because I could, while I'm in my mind of remembering stuff, because I'm like, I'm going by, <laughs> I don't like Clerks 2. I'm remembering, I'm remembering the things it's like, dance I, montage. oh, God, I'm remembering, like, the dick sucking thing and then all these other, like, little small pieces that are, like, dude, 37 dicks is so fucking good. It's so it's so much better than I remembered because like the truly guy like that's such a funny simple idea and like as I was watching I was like oh shit that guy's the truly guy like I forgot like I've forgotten that he sells he's trying to sell this gum and I'm like that is such a clever silly like dumb thing that I loved I was like holy shit that's so funny and such a thing that I feel like so many comedies wouldn't fully do because they try to be so broad and like when he said he was like this and more of this truly like you we should be selling yeah, more truly <laughs> yeah. and I'm like fuck yeah oh for god he's the fucking he's a sales rep I'm like that's such a silly and it was such an original thing. idea for like like it's yeah like, like it's so fun and then of course it gets cheesy when she comes in with like the fire extinguisher yeah, and so like who's leading this mob? You know, like that whole like nonsense. By the way, she's awful. She's such a badass. I so there are like, times, I'm, and I'm not blaming the actress. Like I'm not blaming like the acting abilities. Like they're all like North Jersey, like you know, like yeah. drama kids. You know what I mean? Like just like theater kids. So I don't blame like the bad acting. I just mean like that character is like just her in general as a girlfriend. Like, just, like, she sucks. Okay, interesting, because I don't think she sucks. Here's the thing. She got mad at him for having sex with 12 girls, and then she got mad at him for being mad at her for sucking 37 dicks. I think so. That's that's one of the funny things about this, uh, because, again, when I saw Clerks the first time when I was younger, it's like that part is ingrained in my head, and it's just this kind of, like, weird off like what the fuck and then like watching it again it's so like i think it's so funny because it speaks uh volumes on their personalities and stuff and like it's it's this weird weird thing of like how she rationalizes it and how he's rationalizing all this because of how like she's not actively scummy like dante is yeah, and yet, and it's so funny. It's like this thing that she's like. It's a thing that she did, but it's also like 
it's whatever. Like she didn't because in her mind, it's not. It doesn't feel intimate in the same way. And you, I've heard a lot of people say shit like that, where it's like, yeah, I'm. It, it's whatever. But that's so that. good though because. That is the worst conversation for like a newer relationship to have. Oh, or, for sure. Like, and that's you don't you didn't see that in a lot of movies or shows. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That, that like how many people have you fucked conversation? Like, that is not like that is the worst conversation because both people, like both people, one both people are lying. Mm-hmm. And then there's that whole like the rule of three or whatever. You know what I mean? The guy's yeah. number is minus three, and the girl's number is plus three or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like. That's such a shitty conversation, and like to have it, and you could see where it was going, and it ruined like everything. And it, it but it's like it's it's funny because it is one of these. Uh, it's a thing that co- comes up in, in later like raunchy comedies or just like female driven comedies when they how they write certain movies that are supposed to be like when like the mid two thousands, they decided to make dirty romantic comedies yeah. for were leading women. And they're like, well, they say fuck. So that was like, there's even a movie called what's your number or something when it became like in the zeitgeist. But yeah. I love that. It's this, this thing where it's like, she's like freaking out about it, but it also kind of speaks to like him as a person, because when you watch this, it's like Dante is so like shiftless. Like, just from the get-go. Like, you don't even know what he was doing where he was sleeping in his closet. Instead yeah. Of his bed. Yeah. And he's like, he and he's like, she's been trying so hard to get him to do more in life. And not even in a shitty way. It's like, I believe in you way. And then he's kind of like, he he mentions this. And it's, it's weird because it's like a, a shitty tit-for-tat kind of situation. But it's also like... She's definitely trying harder than he is, and then he's trying to fuck his ex girlfriend. And then you find and out he's in his closet because he was up till three o'clock in the morning talking to his ex girlfriend on the exactly, phone. exactly. Yeah. So it's like, oh, sh- like so, yeah, fuck you, Dante. Like oh, you're <laughs> Dante, definitely self righteous as fuck. Like, like he thinks he's like this fucking like great guy on the right path. When really, like fucking, when really, Randall's the like he's just living his truth. It's so funny. He's like, also super woke for '94. Like, really, like he says some outlandish <laughs> shit, but really, he's fucking. He's like, <laughs> that's one of the. That's the thing that makes this movie so fascinating to me. Is like, it's so. It's way more mature. Even like, I know some people won't even think that, but it's so oh, much. It more, is. It's so much more mature than Kevin Smith's movies. Than the rest of his movies, where he's hit like especially because like, his first few movies, even if they don't hit as well, like I don't like Mallrats at all. Um, um, I do because Jason Lee is outstanding in Mallrats. Jason Lee is that's just for me is just a great the world's introduction to pro skater turned actor. Yeah, Jason Lee. I love Jason Lee. I think Jason yeah. Lee is a, a national treasure. So he's uh, so good in Mallrats. Like that's why I like. Mallrats is cool for me because of Jason Lee alone. Because honestly, like Jeremy London or whichever London disaster, yeah, right? one, like he's no good. Shannon Doherty's not a good actress. No, um, that chick, whatever her name is, she was in like Meet Joe Black and that, and that's all. Oh like, yeah, I Claire heard... Forlani yeah, or whatever. Claire For... Dude, Claire Forlani. Like, sorry to get off topic, but Claire no, Forlani. Yeah, like our listeners aren't used to us hey, fucking know, right? going on a nonsense <laughs> ramble around the half hour mark. Like so. Every time I saw Claire Forlani in something, I was like, 
why is this perfume model in a movie? Like, I didn't, it's not like I saw her in a perfume ad, but she never looked or seemed like she should be acting. And then she would talk, and you're like, yeah, I wonder if it has anything to do with the fact that she was only in Miramax movies. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, I refuse to say his name on this podcast. I thought about this lad last night mm. when I was watching it. I'm just gonna say Miramax, like, because yeah, the head of Miramax, who I'm mm-hmm. not gonna say his name, had an eye for good fucking movies. Like mm-hmm. talent do where talent do. You know what I mean? Like Kevin mm-hmm. Spacey is a great actor, regardless. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but I'm not gonna give this fuck. I'm not gonna say his name, but. Yeah, certain actresses that weren't good but always ended up in Miramax movies. You know what that's, I mean? Like that's fucking oh, Rose McGowan's. I don't know Claire. Yeah. Fal- I'm not saying yeah. I'm not trying to like besmirch Claire Ferlani's good name and her sensibilities, but I am going to besmirch her ability to keep me interested in a movie that I am currently watching. You know what I mean? Like because she shows up and I'm just. I mean, I can only think of Mallrats in this. Yeah, yeah, I think was um, and Meet Joe Miss, Black. And meet, was Mystery Men also a Miramax movie? Oh God, was she in Mystery Men? Yeah, she was like the love interest out of nowhere. Oh God, that movie sucked. Remember when we watched that horrible movie for you guys? Remember when I watched forty-five minutes of that movie and faked the rest of it for you guys? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really. I didn't watch like the last scene. Like I didn't watch yeah. like the last like act. And yet but, you didn't miss anything. Not a thing. You know what? I was watching it with my son, and he's like, "Dad, this movie sucks so bad. Do we have to keep watching?" And I was like, "You know what, buddy? We don't." <laughs> <laughs> That's good parenting. That is good, good parenting. wholesome parenting. Son, feel free to turn a movie off if it's got Claire Forlani in it. <laughs> Pretty much, if it's got a her, if if you're watching a movie with Claire Forlani. Just turn it off after Brad Pitt gets hit by three cards in a row. That's <laughs> rule of thumb. Rule of that thumb. It's crazy when that happens in Mallrats. <laughs> it is. It's not. It's like right after the Stan Lee scene, and yeah. then just <laughs> and it's right before the chick with two nipples. Yeah, like on one boob. Like it's right. It's a... Just Brad Pitt walks out, and he's like, "Oh, boom." <laughs> um, but like, but yeah, I was talking saying... about Randall. Like, I love how Randall. Like, I love how he calls him out. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, they get mad at each other, and he calls him out for his bullshit. Mm-hmm. And that's nice. Because, yeah, because it's like, you can hate Randall for a lot of stuff, and because he, he's the id of this situation, of yeah. like, the whole of the movie. But at the same time, he's very honest in that he does not, he's not aspiring to anything. And it's like, Dante is so, like, up his own ass and thinking he's aspiring to something, yet he's like, he's leaving during the thing to just go to some girl's wake and like this yeah. and like and I love I, the tie into mall rats for the girl. Yeah, yeah. The girl who's wake is the girl who died in the pool while trying out for the game. Who was getting ready to try out for the game show? Dude, I love all these like little things that like keep going and that was or, the view universe yeah because you know? like i used to like i'm telling you i was fucking obsessed with kevin smith like when mm-hmm. i was 18 to like from like 16 to like 23 years old i was like i was like i knew you could fucking ask me anything about these movies like it's all gone now i've replaced it with more important shit like my kids friends names yeah you know I mean? <laughs> but like there was a time where i could fucking tell you every fucking connected wire of fucking the like 
the Kevin Smith views universe. Like I knew fucking all of it. And I see and, so and that's a fun. thing that also like Tarantino and uh, Rodriguez and yeah. Linklater did where they were just like, they wanted to make these universes. And also I had forgotten his old um, production logo. Cause like I'm, I, I'm, oh, I with the clown? To, yeah, I had forgotten about that. And I'm, cause it's like, I'm watching it and I'm like, the fuck is this? Cause I, I'm full disclosure. I went to find it in places to find it, and uh, I was like, "What the fuck is happening right now? Like, what is this?" And then Did you ever like, see the movie Vulgar? No. Oh my fucking god! Another sidetrack. Um, Kevin Smith. It was just a Kevin Smith uh, produced movie, but mm-hmm. it was made. I want to say the guy. His name was Brian Johnson, who made the movie. He was on a. He was on Comic Book Men, the Brian Johnson from Comic Book Men. Okay, okay. With Kevin Smith. Like, he was, like, his other friend. But he wrote and directed this movie called Vulgar. It's about vul- this guy, Vulgar to, Cl- Vulgar to Clown. Mm. Um, but it's starring Brian O'Halloran, Dante, and Clerks. Like, it stars him as this guy who's, like, a birthday clown. Okay. But he ends up getting, like, kidnapped and, like, raped and beaten. It's like this, uh... Holy shit. It's like this, like, Deliverance, Last House on the Left type movie where... He gets like kidnapped and raped, and then he goes back, and it's like a revenge flick. Where then he turns into vulgar, like this regular, like happy the birthday clown, and then he turns into fucking vulgar the clown, where he like goes after these fucking dudes. And it was like, it's fucking, it is one of the most twisted, dark fucking movies I've ever fucking seen. Like, holy shit, it's fucking insane. It is crazy. I only saw it's (laughs) one of those movies where you watch one time and that's it. You're like, I'm never watching that again. Like, it's fucked up. But That's, yeah, so, so that I remembered that I forgot about that movie completely until I saw that like intro fucking real. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh fuck, Vulgar the Clown. I was like, that movie. What? Which, by the way, can I just say, like, I'll suck this movie's dick all day long. Like, I love clerks, but mm-hmm. if I'm gonna like talk shit about anything or anybody, it's it's fucking Dante. Dante is a is a shitbag, and he's awful. He, and maybe the guy who plays him too, like Brian or Halloran, like. He's kind of like I feel like I wouldn't like him in person. He so that's one of those things that like he embod- like he embodies that character so well to the point that I don't like him. To the point like you feel like you can't stand this person because no one feels like they're actually acting for the most part. You can tell that people are because they're struggling to remember lines or say them yeah. in the right way and stuff. But, like, him and Randall, they're very comfortable together, and they're very good because at the end of the day, you can feel like that is their true personalities to some extent. And Dante is so, like, whiny and just annoying at points. And he's, like... Yeah, he's the Ross Geller of this movie. And and it's, like, he could just not deal with so much of this stuff. Like, that's one of those funny things about this movie is, like... There are a lot of wacky things that happen that he is the fault of. Like, he doesn't... A lot of this shit, like, even the ending of it, he could definitely avoid... And so, someone made a mention to us about the alternate ending. Do you watch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this better. And I think it's fascinating because it's like, even Kevin Smith kind of got that he was like... I don't like this character, so I'm going to have him get killed in like in in just the most like 
clerk way yeah. of like half. No, dead. I read. I watched a documentary about it last night on YouTube. Uh, I forget what it was called. It was like Inside Clerks or um, what the fuck happened to Clerks? It was by Joe Blow. Put it out. Okay. It was like it was like a fifteen minute long documentary, and that scene was uh like was uh, recommended being taken out by one of the distributors or like a woman who was like 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 right. It was before Miramax like bought it. Mm-hmm. So it was like one of the, like the indie distributors are like trying to push it to like the festivals. She mm-hmm. was like, "Get rid of this last scene." You know what I mean? Like you should get rid of this last scene because it's too dark and mm-hmm. it's a really funny movie up until that point. And then it's just like you kill the main character in a really dark way. She's like, "I get it," but they and like I understand why I get rid of it, but I like it better. I think it fits the genre better. It fits the '90s better. It's like think of like Reservoir Dogs. Everyone dies at the end. I think like, it. I think it's. It is. I don't think it works for the movie because it is. Um, I understand the tonal shift, and I understand it being like it's too much. It, it's so much, and it isn't earned. And it does. And I understand again. It's supposed to be the shock of something happening that you're not supposed like that shouldn't happen because this is the randomness of the universe and stuff. But it's such a, it almost feel it feels it's the most college student film moment in the entire movie, beyond for sure. Yeah, beyond like the the placards and the and the having to shoot on black and white and stuff. For those are like literally. Um, well, the placards budget. was him trying to be a. It was supposed to be a um, the Divine Comedy. Yeah, or yeah, like, it's. It, and I get named him Dante. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, he, there's nine placards for the nine levels of hell. Like, yeah. it's very like it's total film school. It's like it's so film school. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't end it with Finn. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's like you're you're getting away with this because you have some clever stuff, and the person who's watching this just got into film school. And they're like waiting to yeah. like this and waiting and to be. It's done well. Like the placards and stuff like that, it works for this movie. It, it, um, it definitely works for this movie. It's it's also so. Um, I love the episodic nature of each segment of the movie because it is. It's like it's the mundanity of the whole experience, but it also it works. It's just it's because. It's a kind of movie that you, so I manage a a store and there's that like point in the day where time stops and you could be doing all this stuff and then you're just like, these are just segments of the day. And having the movie cut up in these segments where you're like, I just spent what I thought was like three hours cataloging and counting something. It was only 15 minutes and now I'm in this whole new realm of my brain of like, what have I been doing? Yeah. And then like, and when you were younger, when you were in your early 20s, did you have a job where your entire life was that job? Like your friends all worked at the same job and your social life revolved around this job. Like where everything was that job. Like when I'm, it was like that when I worked at McDonald's a little bit, when I was like 18 mm-hmm. years old, like the people I hung out with were the people I worked with. Like so many different things would happen throughout the day. Like it would all just like you were said at the store, you know what I mean? It's all yeah. just fucking blends in. And you have so many different things and so many different things can happen in a day. Well, yeah. Like, like you just, you flirted with a girl for a little while and that was like, oh my God, that was like your love interest for the day. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you're mad and you're fucking shitty and everything's bad and you hate everybody. And it is all in like the span of an hour. 
Dude, that was exactly so. I used to work at a photo lab, and that would be like where I was like, you had these, you were like, I knew Sundays we were going to have to put together the Sunday paper. And if I was showing up and if someone didn't show up and I had, and like, so I have a stack of Sunday papers that I have to take care of and cash out customers and develop film for people. I had to do that at Sunoco. Right. Fucking Sunday paper bullshit was, and if you had to do it alone, it mm -hmm. changed everything. It made it, it was so like frustrating, especially because sometimes like they would send only half of it and then you would like, and the person would be late with the other part of it. And you're just like, I'm here waiting for you to do this. And now I have someone yelling at me that the Sunday paper isn't put together. Where's my ads? Yeah. Oh my God. All the people just begging for ads. And you're like, fuck off. That's one of the things this movie captures. And you know, Kevin Smith worked in that store for a long time. So Mm -hmm. he captured the fucking awful customers so fucking well like the weird idiosyncrasies of the customers and the dumb fucking questions Mm -hmm. and their stupid fucking faces like you hate everybody at that job like fucking i hated everybody yeah the poster for it you know just because they serve you doesn't mean they like you like the fucking just the oh my fucking god the the poster is is fucking odd though i will say this the poster is like Hold on, I gotta I'll bring it up because it just it's so weird that it it's because <laughs> it looks like this was I have an original framed in my basement. Really? Like in a yeah, an original fucking it cost me a pretty penny. <clears throat> I I imagine so. Like I it feels like one of those things where like this is the picture that they were talk they they took for the article. That was talking about this up and comer. The fact that you have Kevin Smith, who is not really an important character in the movie, like he's like yeah. he's just a side. So Muse character. isn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Muse is in the cover, like on the cover of this movie. But like Kevin Smith, not dressed as Silent, <laughs> as Silent Bob. He's just there in his yeah. normal clothes, and then this, is, and you're like, you see this cover, and you're like, oh, what's going on with this? And then it's like. One of these characters is barely in it. The other character is only talked about sometimes and then shows up in the last, like, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, in the final act. like in, in the, the final just... act. But, man, how great was that? Like, what other movie is going to have a girl fuck a dead guy? The call That's a fucking hilarious callback. And such a, like, if you... Because one thing... You forget that, about that guy. You forget about it because it's like everything is such a segment. And then... When you're like listening to them talk about something and you go like, oh my God, she fucked the dead. Like it was the guy taking a shit. It's so fucking funny. And dude, like when you're like 1994, you like that shit was not fucking done in movies. No. Like that was, you felt like you were watching NC-17 shit then. Like you were like, oh my God, she fucked a dead guy in a movie and they're talking about it and they're talking about fucking a dead guy and they show the dead guy's boner with the sheet. It's the biggest It's so, like, the the, thinking about how she would have had to fuck this dead guy. Dante must be packing if she didn't immediately know it wasn't him. Where she was like, you know what? Dante is classic Dante. Clearly, like good on Dante. Like that's why Dante's so arrogant. It's like when you have a, you got a big dick energy. <laughs> when you got a fucking ladder in your pants, yeah, like like a literal was, tent pole. Like, yeah, 
<laughs> it was so shockingly big. I was no, like, it was roughly a thirteen-inch penis. Like, yeah, it's it's in egregiously huge, and it's like there's two people in the same store with the same <laughs> giant dick. Impressive. And one of them was, and now here's here's a fun thought that I'm just gonna make because now we got a we got ourselves a mystery. What if that's Dante from the future? What? <laughs> Maybe it's Dante from the future. How else would two fucking monster dicks show up in the same timeline? Yeah, you're right. Right? Miserable, not knowing what to do with life, coming back to the same I'm place. I'm gonna go fuck my ex girlfriend one time. Yeah. And it's just he like knew where the dirt he knew where the nudie books were. Mm-hmm. He the knew with the big ditties in there. It's all it's all circling back. I'm telling you, oh, it's it's man. it's some real surreal. The fact that there's some other weird shit that happens in the other VSQ movies, I'm yeah. like, there there could be like a, a, a infinite looper situation, and it's also, Ooh-wee. but also if it's supposed to be like the nine circles of hell, how crazy wouldn't it would it be for him to have to like suffer the know that his girlfriend fucked a dead version of himself. And it's uh, the his one girlfriend he, cheated on him with him again, him. but thinking it was him. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we just made this movie so much more existential. Um, before we stop talking about this movie, I need to acknowledge the fucking beautiful '90s fucking soundtrack of this movie. It's I'm it's incredible. It is, it's really good, and it is it's like it's a surprise. Like it's definitely Miramax was like. All right, well, we'll put you guys did nothing. It didn't cost us anything to make this movie. We'll we'll shell out some money oh, for. Some. I was that, that's part of that documentary I was watching. Um, this movie is one of the few movies where the sound like the the score cost more than the actual movie. Oh, like, for sure, because like they had a couple songs in there that were just there. But then, like that Berserker song, mm-hmm. which by the way is so fucking funny. Like, the Russian, so yeah, yeah. The, uh, it's so random and stupid and wonderful. Like it's I. So yeah, again, I think this movie is legit his best work. Like for for me, like it's his. Like oh no, it is. He, it is for sure. Because it is just it is like it's concise. It has like these ideas. There's these. It's these vignettes are funny. Everyone is getting to be themselves, and their and their like uh, eccentricities are not the taking over the movie. Like Jay and yeah. Silent Bob are doing exactly what they're supposed to. Every character's post is doing exactly what they're supposed to. It's silly. It's it's clever. Like the fucking guy uh, during the hockey game who only gets into the hockey game to fuck them to over. Fuck it up, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny, and it's like. That's a such a silly that fucking snowball guy. I mean, it's Scott Mosier, like Kevin Smith's like yeah. production partner and like writing mm-hmm. partner and like best friend from film school. But the yeah. way he plays that fucking character is so fucking funny. Like just like wandering off and darting around, like ending up he in the ambulance. Shows up like, and yeah, he's an am- and it's like it's so the fact funny that, that they closed her in the ambulance with, with the dead with guy. Him, she yeah. <laughs> with him and the guy she fucked. And it's like it's he's such a funny odd character, and then it became Jay and Silent Bob became those guys for the for the movies and stuff. Yeah, and it's like it, it's funny where his like where he you can see him like changing his style yeah. after watching this. Well, like some of the mistakes that happened in the movie that ended up being perfect, like he was going to cast himself as Randall, 
Mm-hmm. And then that guy that played Randall, Jeff Anderson, like he, Jeff, I think it's Jeff Anderson. Yeah. He came and he was so good in his audition that he's like, fuck, I can't be an asshole. I got to put this guy as Randall. So that's when he made himself Silent Bob. Silent Bob wasn't supposed to say anything the whole movie, but Jason Muse didn't show up the night he was supposed to fill. It was supposed to be Jay that said that line mm-hmm. in the movie. And that's when Kevin Smith's like, all right, fuck it. I'll say the one line of Silent Bob and that'll be like Silent Bob's thing is that he only talks like that was a spur of the moment mistake that ended up being the fucking thing about him throughout the entire yeah. fucking thing, which is fucking great. Like that's just lightning striking. You know what I mean? That's just mm-hmm. luck and just fucking so good. Also, tell me that movie. What it also explains that. Uh, like, but tell me that movie wouldn't have been weird to see two guys who look like Kevin Smith just working together. Like, because Dante looks a lot like Kevin Smith, especially yeah. in that time period. What's the thing? Just, Dante was like Kevin Smith. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. Like, and he wanted to play his own id. Yeah, like, which you know, like makes sense a little bit. Like, then, but then it would have been like a weird situation where was there a Randall? Yeah, again, that's the kind of, like, you, you see this, and it's like these weird incidences where it's like, I say the, the joke about the um, old guy being Dante in the future or whatever, yeah. but the fact that he was casting someone to look like him, he was going to cast himself to play him, like, play essentially his id, because, again, Randall is truly his id, but they could play off each other because they don't look alike, and they're, like, different. But if you have... Kevin Smith playing it's just like it's it's so more metaphysical and and like playing heavier into the divine comedy aspect of it and being so surreal and then like and again the black and white even though it's like budgetary it's also because it's supposed to be like Igmar Bergman movies and stuff like that and and so it's there's a and again that's why it works well for dogma but it's so funny to see like all this clever ideas and like energy and like really thoughtful stuff happening. his on the fly decisions are fucking amazing and then to see him kind of just go oh you guys liked my my pothead friend so this is going to be more important and yeah, you he liked it jason muse wasn't an actor he was just playing himself Mm-hmm. Now, like so, I've worked with Jason Mewes, like, at, right. at, like you know what I mean, and like I mean it was this is like clean and sober years later, like this is only a couple years ago I worked with him, you know, mm-hmm. but it was, like that was surreal for me being such a Kevin Smith like fucking like weirdo growing up, you know what I mean? The like sitting yeah. in the green room with like Jason Mewes, and I'm just like, oh my god, like this is nuts. Also, isn't it weird to see someone that you're? He's not. I don't know how much older than he is of you. But to see someone that you grew up like as a kid watching, and they're not that much older than you, yeah, and it's like this, this kind of like real surreal. Well, he was a, he was a very weird looking person, though. Oh, of He's course, he's been through the ringer. Like years of heroin addiction will change a man. Yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like I remember, like I was in, I went to that store. Like I was in, I went to a wedding in New York City, so we had a free day. And we like me and my brother in law and like our like my my wife and shit. We like drove to the quick stop. Mm-hmm. And like went inside, and it was so fucking cool being in that store and like standing out front, and like just like the whole thing was so fucking cool. Like, I don't know, I love this movie. I I love that I enjoyed it. I I love that I got. There was a fucking. Moment I love it going. too. I really dreaded having like a fucking like an argument about this. I was like, oh man, I don't want to like I don't want to like hear shit talked about this movie for an hour. Oh. 
this is the thing I wanted to talk about, and I think yeah. this is a thing that's very popular for this movie, and I and it made me like smile so much because it's such a funny situation. The uh, Death Star uh, labor <laughs> worker stuff. What a great fucking scene! It's such a funny and like silly type of scene, and it it's so like. <laughs> the seat like it's like and it makes you think because we live in a, a time now where every job feels like it's now also connected to your political beliefs and your yeah. and your stances to such an extreme situation where it's now you're like i you can't work at a burger king without it being like how you feel about the government or some shit the so minimum watching, wage gap and fucking all that <laughs> stuff like mm-hmm. yeah so it was so it's so funny to think about and such a thing that I would never even in my mind and it makes you question a lot of other shit that is so like minuscule and cinema. yeah there are people working on the Death Star like there's yeah. like it's so fun and like also being like a Star Wars nerd like I was like that there's a mm-hmm. whole scene where these two guys are talking about a movie I love and I'm like that's fucking great yeah it's it's super fun it, I this is a very charming movie and like for sure. It's 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 fun and it totally holds up and I'm I'm happy it holds up and it's also especially for the time period it came out it's such a it's it's such a easy for it to be a oh god this was this was not good like yeah it's a, it, this was man for me and like it was so good this movie was great I'm happy I watched <laughs> it like I'm so happy I watched it. I'm happy you chose it. This was this was yeah. this was legit fun. I, I I enjoyed this a lot, yeah. especially after how much I don't like Insidious, and that was my choice. Yeah, and I was like, man, we caught some shit. We got some caught- shit from people in our fucking DMs. You guys, some people feel very strongly about fucking Patrick Wilson and James Wan. We caught some fucking flack. People people love Patrick Wilson and James Wan, and I yeah. just have to say, fuck you. Fuck you in your stupid mouth. <laughs> you suck. How dare you think yeah. Patrick Wilson um, and James Uncle. <laughs> so uh, I'm good. I'm done talking about Clerks. Like, I'm happy. I'm happy to watch again. I'm happy to get it on record that as of my 43rd fucking birthday, I still love <laughs> fucking Clerks. Like, you know what I mean? It's still fucking, <laughs> that movie is still in my life as a positive I was worried because it's been a few years. Like I said, I was worried that I was going to be like, I hate my favorite movie. And that would have changed everything about me. Mm -hmm. Like I have a fucking expensively framed poster in my basement. Like that I purchased (laughs) with this movie on there. Like I've only got a couple movie posters. I've got like Pulp Fiction. I've I've got the Devil's Rejects. I've got Clerks and I've got Swingers. Like those are the four like, like posters I have. I have Pulp Fiction, Shaft. Like the original Shaft poster, oh, like like, uh, like Richard Roundtree, yeah, Richard yeah. Roundtree, yeah, yeah. Um, the the Grindhouse poster, cool. With and um, I forgot. There's one other, like I forget whatever. But like, yeah, those are like movies that I think are just great posters too. Like, yeah, well, that's why I bought the Swingers poster. Like, that's not one of my favorite movies, but the poster's so dope with fuck, you know, with uh, mm-hmm. with Vince with Vaughn Vince and Vaughn, John Favreau. Yeah. Like, it's just a fucking sweet poster. I'm like, I'm buying it. It was at a garage sale, so I was like, I'm getting this. It was like Hell four yeah. bucks for a framed poster already. I was like, it's, oh, I'm buying fuck this. yeah, yeah. I'm like, this movie's cool enough to spend four bucks on a framed poster. <laughs> but uh, so 
So fucking I'm excited. What's your fucking pick for next week? What are we watching next week? All right. So I was trying to figure out a movie to watch. And we were like, do you want to watch some action? And we were talking about like wanting to see something. And you asked me if I saw the trailer for the new Bloodsport. And I was just like, wait, there's a new Bloodsport? And we are like, yeah. It turns out the trailer is a fake. Yeah. Some some asshole on the internet decided to put together a very good fake trailer. Super good fake trailer. It's really well done, especially when you don't see John Claude Van Damme and stuff, and you don't realize that he's doing movies still. So you're like, holy shit, he's got a new movie, but you actually just stole footage from shit I've never even heard of. Yeah, to, uh, to show an old Jean Claude. What a good fucking trailer. But it made me go, you know what? This being this excited for a reboot of Bloodsport, let's just watch Bloodsport. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's oh. it's been a while. It's been a long. It's time been a while I've for seen. me as well. I used to. This is one of those movies I'd watch with my dad when I was a kid. Like mm. we'd like. Oh, it was always like my dad and I would watch like every Jean Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal movie that came out. Like right. Bloodsport was one of the ones I would just watch over and over again with like my cousin and shit. Like I love it. I loved mm. it. I'm sure I'm. I'm sure it's gonna. I'm gonna have different feelings about it now. Oh, I'm. I'm super excited because I used to. I. I got really into like John Claude Van, Damme, and this is funny because of um, uh, Street Fighter. Oh, like yeah. Again, I'm. I'm ten years younger than you. So when Street Fighter the movie came out, I saw that and I was just like, Oh, I saw it too. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, this is a movie. Mm. And then I was like, I want to see more of the karate guy. And <laughs> so, I, so I started watching more Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. And then like he had a string of shit that was just happening at that time. And I feel like he made like 14 movies with Rob Schneider. And well, oh, no, that was one of the only movies I've ever walked out of in my life was Knock Off with Rob Schneider. Oh my god! So it's one of like three movies I've walked out of in my life. <laughs> oh man, maybe we need to watch Knock Off and see if it's <laughs> Knock Off Peacemaker. I walked out of. I think it was yeah. called Peacemaker. Oh shit, Peacemaker. Oh fuck. There was one. I don't know. I don't know if it was Peacemaker. It was like a George Clooney and like a Meg Ryan movie. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's Peacemaker. Yeah, I walked out of that. I was like, this movie's boring, and I just left. There was one other one. I forget what it was though. Oh yeah, Peacemaker is super boring. Like holy shit, what a yeah. time! Like ninety-seven, just movies with yeah, dudes yeah. with Caesars. Like, <laughs> like they're just like you got a Caesar haircut. Let's make a movie with you. That's it. <laughs> yeah, let's watch fucking Bloodsport, man. You guys. You can find it everywhere. I don't know. We're not going to fucking teach you guys how to live. This isn't a fucking, this isn't a life hack fucking podcast. (laughs) Find the fucking movie and watch it and then join us next week as we sit down and fucking, and just really probably talk a lot of shit about Frank Dukes. Oh, dude, we're going to talk. Do a little research. I've done this recently. Do some research on the real Frank Dukes. Oh, yeah, because it is a real guy. based on a true story. Do some research on Frank Dukes, Clay, and I will as well, and we'll have a talk about that. Oh, also. I can't, I can't wait. Yeah, uh, it's, I'm not going to give any spoilers now. It is interesting to say the very <laughs> least. Uh, you know what movie this? I always used to mix up because it's pretty. It's the Quest. You remember the Quest? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All I could, yeah, John Claude Van Damme, 
like goes to other country. <laughs> like that's yeah. Oh, it's kind of Lionheart too. Yeah, there's a lot of them. There's mm-hmm. a lot of them like that. Let's do it, man. I can't wait. All right. Uh, next episode. Fucking blood sport. Uh, guys, give us five star ratings and share with your friends. Like, like and share and like rate us good and be our friends and hit us up on Nobody Watches Everything. Follow us on Instagram and send us an email. Nobody Watches Everything at Gmail. Yeah, we're we're checking our emails and like. We're, we're getting some more emails, which I love. I love the engagement. And also, hey, what if you suggest something, we're going to look at it and we'll make a, a decision on having you on or just doing the movie and talking you up. Also, uh, thank you to Jen for uh, just killing it on IG and making us seem like professionals. Yeah, like, our social media employee is fucking... She's crushing it and... I, She's doing more than I ever would. Yeah, and seriously. She's doing it well. She's doing it and doing it and doing it well. <laughs> oh, yeah. I Yeah, ladies love Jen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, LL Jen. Cool. LL Cool Jen. LL yeah. Clean Jen. Oh, shit. Yeah. With that Papa do. No, um, yeah, so that's cool. But, um, yeah, hit us up with movie suggestions. Um, Just stop giving us suggestions of garbage movies that are going to make us miserable. Yeah. I know what you're up to people. I've seen a couple of those and I'm like, just fucking stop. We're not watching those kind of things anymore. You know what? The only way we're going to watch any of those is if we have a Patreon and then that becomes a goal. Yeah. We want to watch movies we've seen before. Yeah. We're trying to, this is a, a, like, we've we've done the not seeing a movie before, and now we're going into our mind banks and trying to figure out, hey, how do we feel about these movies now as grown-ass yeah. men? Like, how do I feel watching fucking Gwildor find the key to fucking, <laughs> to, to fucking Master of the Universe movie? It's the key. Exactly. All right, guys. Thank you so much. For everything you've done so far. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Make sure you don't fuck off too much. Have a good Thanksgiving. Oh, today's the day after Thanksgiving, you guys. Like, as you're listening to this, happy Black Friday. Yeah, listen to this while you're either fighting someone for a TV that was already on sale. Or or you're just staying home like a good Christian. Stay home with your families. (laughs) Fuck Black Friday. You can get everything cheaper on Amazon. Jeff Bezos is a monster, but goddammit, does he make things easy. Yeah. So uh, listen to us, chill, eat leftover food, be good people. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye.